Welcome back to Overdue. I'm Mrs. Watts. And I'm Coach Hill. We're coming to you from BDP Library at White House High. All right. Let's talk about what we read. Um, so I had a VSBA book, Inaugural Ballers, The True Story of the First U.S. Women's Olympic Basketball Team by Andrew Moranis. Um, and it pretty much is what the title says it is. Um, it is just the story of how this unique group of women came together through their, um, just interactions with different coaches through, um, the colleges they attended and just kind of how they all ended up on this team that went to the Olympics. Um, what year? 76, 1976, I believe. Um, is when they went to the Olympics and medaled. And so, so was that the first year of women's basketball and the Olympics yes. in general? That is the first USA basketball team to compete in the Olympics. Like women or men? Women's basketball team. Sorry. Gotcha. Yes. The first U.S. women's basketball so, team. But I'm asking, was there women's Olympic basketball prior to 1976 and the U.S. just only sent a team in 76? I, I don't remember that. Okay. I don't know. I feel like. I mean, it would make sense yes. if. Yes, what? Yes, there was international. Oh, okay. Basketball, but it was. Well, I would have guessed otherwise. Um, but I could be wrong. Now I have to look back and see. Now I got to read the whole book again. I got to read the whole thing again. <laughs> um, no, there's just a lot of history on these women mm-hmm. as players and also just the time that it was all happening of women really wanting to um, kind of come out of the household and, and pursue equal rights and. Um, you know, the, the environment in regards to racism, like all of those things were kind of happening at this time. And so you, you hear those stories woven throughout. Um, and then, so the, the really story part of it is during the Olympic games where they're competing. And and that was really exciting to read. And then you kind of see where all these women went after they, after that Olympic games mm-hmm. um cool so yeah it was well done you know i we talked about this nonfiction for young adults has changed so much and i feel like this was a good um attempt to explain that that arena of things um introduced some introduced sorry excuse me introduced to some interesting women um get back more background on women that i was already familiar with mm-hmm. and so it was it was well done cool yeah what about cool. you um, I also did VSBA. Um, I read The Weight of Blood by Tiffany D. Jackson. Mm-hmm. So if you have read Carrie by Stephen King. Mm, it kind of gives me chills just when you say it. You have, then you are familiar with this story because okay. uh, it is essentially the same story. Okay. Now, I have not read Carrie by Stephen King. But I have read the plot of Carrie on Wikipedia, <laughs> uh, as and we all know that that's the same thing. Super, reliable. that is the same thing as reading the book. The same thing. <laughs> from what I from what I understand, these stories are nearly identical. Okay. There's a high school in both stories. There's a high school girl. Um, she is bullied uh, to an extreme level. Not that any level is acceptable, but to an extreme level. Um, this kind of awakens uh, her ability to. Um, have these telekinetic powers. Mm. Um, and then with the continued bullying, uh, the girl 
tears the town down, essentially. Okay. So in this book, that girl is Maddie Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, she lives with her dad. Um, and in, in both stories also, both girls come from like an excessively religious household. Uh, to the point where it's almost a negative, mm-hmm. like it's, it's, it's beyond the driving force, uh, mm-hmm. f- for living. It's, it's, I don't really know how to describe it, but it's, sure. it's next level, next level, next level. Right. Um, but anyways, and, 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 and that comes from her dad. That's why, that's why that made me think of that. But, uh, Maddie is, like I said, she's bullied. This awakens these supernatural powers in her. Um, now, again, I haven't read Carrie, but mm-hmm. I think just from reading the plot that the way that this one might differ uh, is that one of the things that she is bullied for is being black. Okay. So this book very much directly and head on tackles racism, mm-hmm. uh, especially in small town America. Mm-hmm. Some books do tackle so- social issues uh, in a more subtle way, mm-hmm. uh, effectively, mm-hmm. but they do it in a very subtle way. This book does it. Uh, th- there's no questions about what it's, what it's trying to say. It's, it doesn't, doesn't leave you guessing or leave it open to interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much the, the racism is, is loud and, and in front of you as you read this book. Mm. Um, and so, Maddie's getting bullied. Uh, she kind of awakens these powers, but she, no one really, you know, she's the only one that knows about them. Um, and there's this other girl in the story, Wendy, who feels bad for all of the bullying has participated in it to a certain extent. Um, and wants to try to fix it. Um, if not for also some of her own personal gain, Mm. but uh, in this town, there are two proms. There's a white prom and there's a black prom. And so one of the things that Wendy does is she organizes an altogether prom. Um, and she gets her boyfriend, Kenny, who is the star football player, like going to Alabama to play quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and who is also black gets him to take Maddie to the prom. And so they are, they are, uh, they win, prom king and prom queen. I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything because again, this is essentially the retelling of a very old novel. Yeah. Um, They're elected prom king and queen. They get up on stage, sit in the thrones, get their crowns put on. And there's another really nasty character in the book who has set up this trap, essentially knowing that she was going to win. And so when she sits down, this bucket of paint, white paint falls on her. Uh, the symbol, not the symbolism, but the idea there is so in the beginning of the book, Maddie was always via her dad was always trying to hide the idea that she was black, uh, would straighten her hair and do things like that. And then it rains and her hair, you know, all the straightener Mm -hmm. or whatever gets nullified, Mm -hmm. um, and her hair becomes an Afro and everyone realizes that she's black. Um, and so the white paint is from this, this mean girl, uh, Jules, you know, if she wants to be white, here you go. Mm. And that is what sets off Maddie just unleashing all hell on the town that they live in. Wow. Um, and again, I have not read Carrie. Mm-hmm. I don't intend to, um, but just reading the plot of it online, 
it's kind of, it like it's almost the exact same story. Mm-hmm. And the author makes no uh, no mistake about it. If you read the the acknowledgments at the end of the book, the, mm-hmm. one of the first things she says is. Uh, this is an homage to Stephen King, one of my favorite authors, yeah. especially when I was young, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not a secret. It's not mm-hmm. a, not a rip off. Like it's very right. out there. Yeah. Um, but it was good. I liked it. Uh, it's horror. Um, but I think I said this before I read it, like reading horror and watching horror are not the same things for me. Yeah. Um, especially YA horror, That's I would true. imagine is probably a little more toned down. Like maybe if I were to read Carrie, mm-hmm. I'd be a little bit more <laughs> uncomfortable. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it was good. It was good. So okay. it was a uh, it was something different than I normally read. Mm-hmm. So it was good in that regard. Also, uh, we will tell you what we're going to read next, uh, as we always do. But before that, we're going to hear a preview of the book "The Way I Used to Be" by Amber Smith from White House High School student Kaylee Monroe. Hi, my name is Kaylee Monroe, and I will be reading part of Chapter One in "The Way I Used to Be" by Amber Smith. Before I start reading, I should probably say that there is a small mention of sexual assault throughout this story. This story is about a girl named Eden. She's a shy and quiet 14-year-old who was raped by her older brother's best friend. Eden can't find a way to tell anybody about what happened to her, and the secret she keeps drastically changes and shapes her life throughout over the next four years. It says, I don't know a lot of things. I don't know why I didn't hear the door click shut. Why didn't lock the damn door to begin with, or why it didn't register that something was so wrong, so mercilessly wrong? Why I felt the when I felt the mattress shift under his weight? Why I didn't scream when I opened my eyes and saw him crawling between my sheets? Or why I didn't try to fight him off while I still t- stood a chance? I don't know how long I lay there afterwards, telling myself, "Squeeze your eyelids shut. Try, just try to forget. Try to ignore all the things that don't feel right." All the things that would never feel right again. Ignore the taste in your mouth, the sticky dampness of the sheets, the fire radiating through your thighs, the nauseating pain, this bullet-like thing that ripped through you and got lodged in your gut somehow. No, can't cry, because there's nothing to cry about. Because it was all just a dream, a bad dream, a nightmare. Not real, not real, not real. That's what I keep kept thinking. Not real, not real, not real. Repeat, 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 like a mantra, like a prayer. I don't know that these images flashing through my mind, a movie of someone someone else, somewhere else, will never really go away, will never ever stop playing, will never stop haunting me. I close my eyes again, but it's all I can see, all I can feel, all I can hear. His skin, his arms, his legs, his hands too strong, his breath on me, muscles stretching, bones cracking, body breaking, me getting weaker, fading. These things, it's all there. Okay, next for me, I'm doing one more VSBA. I've read quite a few of them at this point. Uh, yeah, I feel like you've just uh, I feel like I've read six out. or seven or eight, uh, starting at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Even before the list came out, I was just reading books, and one of them happened to be on there for this mm-hmm. year. But anyways, this is probably going to be my last one for a while. We've talked uh, ad nauseum about uh, YA fatigue that we get as 30-something-year-olds, <laughs> yeah. and I'm starting to get it. I was yeah. getting it at the end of The Weight of Blood, although I like the book. Mm-hmm. Just the YA-ness of it. Uh, is becoming a little bit burdensome for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this one's going to be my last YA, and then I'm going to have to take a break from YA. But anyways, I am going to read The Life and Crimes of Hoodie Rosen by Isaac Bloom, or Blum, B-L-U-M. Um, I have read one chapter. No need to talk about it yet. We'll talk about it in a few weeks. 
Okay. How about you? Um, this is not VSBA. This is one of our new books that we just got in a few weeks ago, and it just looks, I don't know, intriguing. It's got a very artistic it cover. It does. It does. Like, it almost looks like embroidery. I just yeah. Kinda, anyway, um, it's called Pride and Premeditation by Terza Price, and I don't think I can do it any more justice than what it says on here. It says, Pride and Prejudice gets a murder mystery makeover in this new series based on Jane Austen's most beloved books. Yeah. And we were just talking like, I may have to go read Jane Austen books right. again. Um, I think the last time I read one was in high school and I probably did the cliff notes version. Yeah. I don't honest. think if, if I have, it's been similar. Cause I don't, I don't think that I've ever read any. Right. But we've got a lot. We've got them sitting over there. We've we got, also have other like reimaginings also yes. of Jane Austen. Yes. So who knows what this could start yeah. up. Could be fun. Well, it's time for us to check out. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, and share us with a friend. Don't forget to check back with us every other week for the next episode of Overdue. Make time to read. Thanks for listening. <laughs>